the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 22 For their calamity shall rise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both? Honor your president. Salute your policemen today. Thank God for each of them and pray for them as well. Get away from anyone that disrespects government authority, either high or low. Your future safety and success depends on it, for this proverb warns about sudden calamity and ruin. A spirit of rebellion has infected the earth, and this spirit is not from heaven. America is at the forefront of it, where citizens mock and ridicule the highest offices without conscience. You can call this warning old-fashioned, you may say it is overdone, but it is the timeless will of God about authority. True wisdom includes submission to civil government. God promises calamities and ruin on those who promote civil rebellion and even on those who listen to them or read them. To avoid God's judgment and instead to secure His blessing in your life, avoid all disrespect of rulers. Part of an orderly society is submission to authority. If you think civil rulers do not deserve your appreciation, your honor, your obedience and support, then you obey the same spirit that creates rebellious children, odious wives, striking employees, and obstinate churches. This verse is the second half of the proverb, so you need the first half's description of those who deserve sudden calamities and ruin. Here it is, Proverbs 24 and verse 21. My son, fear thou the Lord and the King, and meddle not with them that are given to change. If you are serious about wisdom and knowledge, then read the commentary on that 21st verse as well. It is God's command for you and all men to fear Him and your nation's top rulers. They are linked together for God gave authority to your nation's leaders. He even refers to them as gods in the Bible, so that you will get the right idea of how high they are. Get away from anyone that speaks lightly about them. Humble yourself. Submit to your government and pray for them, even when they make decisions you do not like, even when they make decisions that may be wrong. These are the orders of the high God of heaven for your life. What are the consequences? If you do not keep this proverb, you will soon be terrified and destroyed. God gave this proverb through Solomon to warn you. Beware, or your last hours may be numbered. Jehovah hates those who evilly criticize or resist authority, especially civil government. He condemns even associating with such people. Here he promises sudden calamity and ruin on them both the leaders and followers of rebellion and sedition. The fear of God and respect of civil government go together. It is impossible to rightly fear God or to say that you love Him and yet be critical of His appointed authorities. Solomon warned his son to fear God and the king. You fear God first, but you fear the king as well, because his authority is from God. To resist the king or any civil authority, right down to your local policeman, is to resist God and His ordinance. 
you obey the government for two reasons, and both of these reasons are given in Romans 13. Fear of punishment from both God and the ruler. Those wanting to change government have two potent and terrible enemies, God and the king. Submission to civil authority is true Christianity. The Apostle Peter taught the same doctrine in 1 Peter chapter 2. Fearing God and honoring the king go together. He wrote that you are bound by duty to God and man to submit yourself to every ordinance of civil government. He condemns thinking or speaking evil of government as marks of ignorant reprobates and brute beasts, cousins to sodomites, needing to be taken out and shot. You can read this in 2 Peter chapter 2 and Jude verses 8 through 10. There is a God in heaven. Though men accuse, criticize, despise, ridicule, or undermine civil rulers in private, he hears and sees it all. The dreadful God of heaven will repay. He does not care if you promote disrespectful thoughts and speech or are a mere follower and willing listener of such men. Calamity and horrific ruin of both parties will occur soon. Give God the glory. The rabid dogs barking against civil government will be soon put down. Why are some men in such trouble in their lives, families, and businesses? Have you ever thought about it? One certain reason is their wicked attitude and speech toward government. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It hardly matters what they try to do. Nothing is going to work out for them as they thought it should, because God is against them. They cannot disrespect his appointed authority and get away with it. Why are other men so blessed in their lives, families, and businesses? The opposite certain reason is their peaceful and reverent submission to government. God blesses and rewards the righteous, especially in this important matter of authority. You should hate civil disrespect or rebellion, even in your heart or talking about it in your bedroom. Solomon wrote, Curse not the king, no, not in thy thought, and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. For a bird of the air shall carry the voice, and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. Rebellious words travel far, and the great God also sees the very thoughts and intents of your heart. He will punish those who criticize the persons and the matters far too high for them those in positions of civil government. Is this warning overdone? Lucifer, the anointed cherub of God, the highest created angel, will be tormented forever in the lake of fire for rebellion against authority. He rebelled against the rule of Almighty God. Miriam, the dear sister of Moses, spoke only once against Moses' authority and God made her white with dreaded leprosy. Korah, a prince of Israel, and 250 other princes with him, and even the wives and children of these rebels, were buried alive by God opening the earth for merely speaking against Moses and his civil authority. Absalom rebelled against David, the king, so God caught him by his head in a tree for Joab's dart practice. Adonijah, 
did not give respect to the new king, so Solomon had his own brother killed. Joab murdered competitors for his office as the general of the army, so Solomon killed his own first cousin. Shimei cursed David, and though David forgave him, Solomon eventually had him killed. Forty-two children once teased Elisha about his bald head. But that prophet cursed those children in the name of the Lord, and God sent two bears to maul them. King Zedekiah ignored Jeremiah's warnings and rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar. For that offense, he had to watch his sons killed before him, and then his eyes were put out. The rebellious Jews of Jesus' generation revolted against Rome, even though Jesus had taught them to render to Caesar what is Caesar's, and God sent Titus to destroy the Jews' city and their temple and bring upon them greater tribulation than the world has ever seen or ever will see. These examples of rebellion include the low, the high, and whole nations. You should consider them carefully and tremble before them. Is the warning overdone? Angels, far greater in wisdom and might than men, do not bring railing accusations or mocking ridicule against rulers on earth. Think about that. Why should a foolish man, who knows nothing of the weighty decisions of his leaders? But the angels do check hair length on women to see if they show public submission to their husbands by wearing it long. You can read about this in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 10 because most pastors are too fearful to preach it. This warning is not overdone about civil government and the authority of rulers. Get serious by Solomon's warning. Speaking lightly about parents was worthy of death in God's estimation. Those who cursed their parents were put to death severely. And God considered a mocking face toward parents to be worthy of horrible judgment. The blessed God defends his appointed authorities and punishes those that are disrespectful. Is the warning overdone? It is not overdone. The spirit of rebellion has infected many in this generation, and this warning is more important than ever. How do you speak about the president? With reverence or disdain? Do you joke about him or other officials? What do you read about the government? Supportive, neutral, or critical material? Do you pay taxes respectfully? Do you wickedly imagine a conspiracy or cover-up in every decision they make or action they take? Do you criticize new laws? Do you tell jokes about your rulers? With what kind of people do you discuss government? Do you pray and thank God for your rulers often? If you are a parent, do you want your children criticizing your decisions, ridiculing your faults, mocking you behind your back, and sowing unrest in your other children? If you are a husband, do you want your wife ridiculing you to others and talking back to you? If you are an employer, do you want your employees organizing a union to attack and undermine your position in business? Can you not see that unless you give honor and respect, you do not deserve to receive them from others? The root cause of disrespect to authority is pride and rebellion, the devil's sins. It is not principle. It is pride and rebellion. 
Men do not evade taxes for principle, but for covetousness and greed. There are lawful and peaceful means for pursuing principle, but their tactics prove their wickedness. God will crush such proud and rebellious men. True Christians pray for their rulers and do all they can to live quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty, regardless of how pagan or wicked rulers might be. They do not despise government authority. They know God or the king will come in vengeance on such rebels. They know God's blessing is on those who revere authority. They know God is higher than the highest in any civil government and will soon rectify every wrong. If you are a baptized follower of Jesus Christ, you are a citizen of an eternal monarchy, the kingdom of God, where Jesus rules with absolute power and perfect righteousness as David's son. He does not miss a single aspect of every government decision. What is the word of God to civil rulers in your nation? It is found in Psalm 2. Here it is. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. This second psalm speaks of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ sitting on the throne of power at the right hand of Almighty God. Faithful ministers like the Apostle Paul preach the whole counsel of God and everything for your profit that is found in the Bible. You have just heard God's will for this part of your life. What will you do with the information? You should repent of any past wrongdoing towards civil rulers or other authority, and you should commit before God to never disrespect or rebel against any of the five spheres of authority that He has ordained.